is I can tell you I can tell you for a fact it is some experience like literally I think there was a particular time that I could hear the gunshots from my house and I've been working from home for a while so you can imagine how crazy that was and then like imagine you're in the middle of responding to an email and then you hear gunshots and then you freeze like you freeze and then my dad had to meet a customer at, at some point and then he comes home like the same time I hear those gunshots he comes home and I'm happy he's home first of all I'm happy that nothing happened to him and <laughs> frankly you just <laughs> he comes home and then he says I just saw a dead body and then I feel like someone poured cold water on me I will I will never forget the night that happened I slept like I slept from like 8 p.m till like uh 6 a.m next morning and I never sleep like that in my entire life. I woke up and I couldn't say anything for five hours. I was trying to talk, but I couldn't talk. I was trying to imagine what about people that were there, like were that were protesting at that point. What about them? So I mean, like if you pull through, y'all, you are. <laughs> if you pull through, you're the hero of this movie. I swear. <laughs> girl <laughs> that's all i can say girl because no word and it's really funny how you know in nigeria we praise ourselves about our resilience and our tenacity we like have so many shock absorbers it will better you know it's our slogan can i just say something because this one <laughs> because it felt like you know when that's you know when this spring that spring in the best that strongest spring in your house when it finally breaks and it seems like it can't be repaired again. Why? I'm sorry, but this one just get. Why do you need to be resilient? Why? I don't, why? I don't get a question. Why? Why don't you? I mean, be resilient. What I mean is a country that has people. I, I'm screaming, but oh, <laughs> a country that has people, a country that has natural resources, a country that has light, a country that has mind. Oh my God! Why do you need? <laughs> Resilient. It gets on my nerves so bad because I was reading um, one of them. They were talking about the um, shipping ports and they're talking about how so much money has been raised to build ports. Why can't we just work? Why can't we? Why? Why are we our own problem? Why do you have to be resilient? Why can't you just sit and think and work? Why do you have to? Why do you have to mess with my mental strength? Why do you have to make me do things that I don't necessarily have to do? Why do I need to leave to go to another country and put my resources, my time, my effort in building another country? I can't I can't invest there. I can't have friends there. I can't have long relationships. I keep traveling from places to another. Do you understand what that does to you? What is the resilience and why do we need to be that? In a, has any one of you have had to be resilient in their own homes? Why does your country have to make you be resilient? We need to stop with that. Okay. Uh, calm down sis the emotions in this room is just that was energy oh i feel like if i'm not careful i'll cry yo june easy please <laughs> it's just crazy. okay i'm um, sorry that I, I just went all out sorry hello everyone thank you so much for joining us we're so delighted that you have stuck with us all through 2020. We don't take your time for granted. 
thank you so much so on today's episode i have my friends and i so i decided to call ourselves the heptagon because we're seven of us so we're basically on this episode talking about 2020 in view and opening our gratitude jars and saying what we're thankful for amidst all the challenges that 2020 had presented right as the clock struck midnight on the last day of 2019 we toasted 2020 warm champagne probably in church thanking god for you know bringing us into a new decade into a new year we already had our plans set out holidays overseas maybe travel travel opportunities a new job some people were like okay i'm gonna go for a master's a second degree whatever some people like a wedding but rather what we had was People buying toilet papers, people panic buying everywhere, social distancing, lockdown, hotel quarantines, washing and sanitizing your groceries, elbow bomb greeting, takeaway cocktails, Zoom funerals, Zoom weddings, and all this sort of stuff, right? All the things we planned, a lot of the things did not happen, and we saw our life just take a very sharp bend, a very sharp shift, whether for the positive or the negative. The year started with the threat of third world war we had black lives matter um you know it was just a lot of things this year so yeah i'm so delighted to be doing this with my my g's today um so y'all i am i assure you're gonna have a good show um you see people who also have gone through the same things that you're going through or going through the same things that you have gone through and it's very relatable first of all we're going to do a bit of introduction you're going to tell us their names what they do and you're going to choose whether they're a rose a thorn or a bot i think this is one of my favorite mindfulness tool the rose the thorn and the bot approach Uh, if you are a rose then it's either a highlight a success small win or something positive that's happened if you're a thorn, it's a challenge you experienced or something you can use more support with. And if you're a bot, new ideas that have blossomed or something you are looking forward to knowing more about or experiencing. So, over to you guys. I'll see you guys later. Hello, my name is Oyin Damola Olawi. We call me Damola. I presently work for a solar development company as a project developer. What do I pick? Yeah, I think I'll pick a rose. I don't think I made any major goals for this year other than finishing my master's and trying to get a job. When I got here, the first three months, it was wonderful. I'll just put it as that. It was difficult and tough with the weather and not knowing anybody here. I decided to run to a country where I knew no one. I had my first job interview here, post-university, and it, it didn't go as planned. I invested money in buying suits and thinking, okay, yeah, I'm going to back this, and it did not go as planned. And weeks after weeks, I had interviews, and I did not get And I was like, I need to get a job from dormitory school. That was my, that was the only goal that I had left. Something I wasn't even looking at, I was thinking of applying for my PhD, and something just knocked on the door, and I had an interview, and next thing, I just got a job, and I started working, and I was, I was like... Oh. Some days ago, I was thinking about the year, and I'm like, Yeah, the year has been up and down for people, but yeah. I wouldn't really say it has been that way. Positive things have been happening. Actually, the major positive was this, this job because it was something that was weighing me down for like a long time, yeah. trying to secure something fast and not stress my parents. Hi, my name is June Ebube. I am a thorn currently, I think. Okay, so the challenge I experienced was I was working in China last year. I was lecturing, um, I was teaching English, and obviously I couldn't go back because there was COVID. 
And so the challenge was finding a job, getting a place, <laughs> a place I could pay for, um, and then trying to figure out how I could change all the plans I had made while in China and basically build a new career trajectory. It was difficult. I tried so many different things. None of them worked. So now I'm trying copywriting, which is <laughs> turning out to be interesting. So um, yeah, that's where I am. The support that I could probably need would be um, if after writing some of the things I'd learned, sending it to someone to give me uh, feedback on that. That's basically the support I would Awesome. Having to like endure so much physical assaults, like why would you like take someone's stuff and then beat them again? Like I had nightmares for 26 days. That was 26 days of like cold sweats and PTSD and everything. You know, you're a guy and then you wake up at 3 a.m. sobbing like a child. You don't understand how you've gotten to this point. In spite of that, we're in a country where your employer doesn't even understand. The only email that was sent <clears throat> was to sanction every officer that, or every person, every staff that took their work laptop home because they had to take work home. And not even a word was said to, how are you doing? Or how, do you, how were you able to survive this? And you had to go through therapy because your jaw was broken and you couldn't eat. There was like just so much negativity. And I was watching my goals, like, you know, Damola is like, okay, I have to get this job because, you know, I've completed this master's degree. And you're at a place where all you just want is to have that opportunity because then you're in a country where you do not even have the order stacked up against you. But then having all that being taken from you is so monumental. A month later, you're hit with the COVID pandemic and you can't go to work. And you have to take a 50% pay cut. And like, it's like everything just seems so freaking bleak. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so, I mean, I quit my job like in August because I was just going out of my mind <laughs> i couldn't do it anymore like and i know june asked like how do you guys do it like when you wake up how do you feel i felt like youtube i felt like netflix like three months of netflix i didn't want to do nothing because in those moments i saw myself slowly fizzling away but like i said i said i'm a rose right like i'm saying so many thorny stuff but you bought a you know, no i mean i'm not a bother <laughs> I'm a rose. I've risen. <laughs> Hello. Do you know who I am? Okay. I've risen. Okay. No. <laughs> so, I mean, like, having the heart to, you know, being in conversations like this, I feel this, like, as my own little therapy session, you know, although it's coming to me, like, on the platform of gold, cut to your back, I'm, like, free. I have, like, six, seven amazing people listening to me, events or bantans stuff. But, for me, this is coming from a place of healing. And my own way of healing myself is seeking something better, not choosing not to remain in that system that has put you down for so long. And I've come to understand the fact that you cannot change anything if you do not have all that it takes to change that thing. So if all you have is passion, I had a social enterprise when 2018, I was pushing everything. If you don't have money, please go. If you don't have the network, so find that, build yourself up to a point where you go from half empty to half full, or you can now even be three quarter, then you can now decide to give some part of you 
out or you can you know now help from a more a more vantage position so for me when i say that you know i've given up on nigeria it's this little 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 things that come together sorry guys i had to go talk this long but i don't know if abakam is listening but you know i've told her countless times that i'm done fighting because when we met when i and abakam met i was like a very serious fighter for nigeria like running projects here and there sdg this united nations that but now i'm just like please let me to make money like my country does not care if you like love this nation with all your hearts they will still break it and squash it and make a slush and throw it on your face it's just sad i'm a believer of nigeria is going to have a future it's going to change i used mm-hmm. to believe that i would like to go back to nigeria and work but man after staying are you thinking home, about it you thinking about it one way or the, yeah, it's gone another way i don't want to go back home not yet so i was like when i saw the youth during Did you join the protest in, in the uk yeah, yeah like during workout i took my break and i went in spite of covid i went to protest thinking okay yes i'm doing my beat for my country back and i just <laughs> i woke up the next morning and i saw the videos of i cried on my bed and i was like there really hope for this nation where do we go for oh, you me? were questioning what, what do we do like i had gotten my answers <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm here I mean, and I'm not happy here. I wouldn't like, like This place is fun. You're working, you're living, you're enjoying your life. But I wouldn't like, I really miss my country. I miss back home because there's nothing you do that takes away the fact that you're second class citizen here, irrespective of whatever you have. Sometimes some people want to just understand when you say, like, I've had it and I want to seek better, at least for now. I mean, Nigeria is in my long-term plans, is it? I think it is. Um, <laughs> but for now, seek wholeness in yourself. Be healed, then you can heal other people. My name is Lydia F. Young. I handle um, digital marketing for a few brands. I think I want to go with a rose, but I think I'll just do bud. So for me, Overcome knows there's like a a pet project that I started taking seriously. And it's like an internship accelerator program for people. I, I, I initially, when I started, I was like, this thing is for Nigerians. Omo, I sat down. No way. No, no, no way. It can't be for Nigerians alone. This is something that can be for, as far as we have the network, it can be for as many young people as possible. And then something went really well this week where I was looking for an opportunity to partner to do a few things because money was becoming like a restraint and everything and I basically saw how somebody came in got a partnership and basically pulled my own program into it right so I have one less thing to worry about in my life oh god (laughs) so that's basically it that's that's basically me and it congratulations Lydia on your project. I hope it goes hey, Hi everyone. I am Kamunan Bishiri Fomba, but you can call me Shiri too. I like to always refer to what I do as I'm a creative media freelancer or entrepreneur. My work cuts across different creative things. Um, like I do audio production, radio podcast, I write um, and I edit. I do photography, media consultancy, and a bunch of other things revolving around that cycle. So yeah, that's about me. I would say a bod um, because mm. I feel like I'm just budding. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the point of like 
just trying to get myself some form of a rest because prior to, like I'm just innately tired and I think something I'm looking forward to is um spontaneous decision I recently made to move to a different city to live in Toronto mm-hmm. and I am going to move to Vancouver because why not um I just want to mm-hmm. and spend time with myself and like kind of shut out the external voices and kind of listen to my own voice to see, okay, what does Fury need? What's Fury trying to do? You know, and read books and just explore the city. The weather is better than Toronto in terms of during the winter. So that's that's my boarding stage and I'm looking forward to that. Success promise, I am a digital marketer, blockchain enthusiast. I love blockchain, the concept and everything. And that's what I'm building right now. So basically it's digital marketing and uh, blockchain for me. I- I'll go with a ton. This has been crazy. Like It has been really crazy for me. I know I had, I had some big wins, some small wins and all of that. But there are some experiences I had this year that actually nearly made me lose my mind. I started the project EdHub. It's supposed to be like payment platform for Africa, basically helping you use uh, your Bitcoin, your cryptocurrency to pay for data subscription, cable subscription, buy call credit, and all those um, stuff. I got a team of like about four or five persons were able to raise some money, basically my own money from my hustle. We built the particular point and then the whole team just fell off everybody had uh, something else they were doing and i used to feel like you know i had that confidence that i had the capacity to actually motivate the team and get them working and it was working at, at the beginning and it got to a point where it looked like ah and i had sticked a lot on it and then it just fell off so doing my normal trading myself exchanging trading because I, I help people convert their bitcoin to naira there's this friend i met He's actually a big boy, so he mines Bitcoin. So normally he sells, and he sells very cheap. I buy and I sell because I have vendors in China that I I always supply to. Last month, one of my friends said she needed uh, some amount of Bitcoin. So I called him and said he had. We sent him some money, about 2.8 million naira, out of which, okay, 3 million naira and 600 was mine. 2.4 was uh, my friend's own. Some, somewhat like my boss. This guy switched off his phone and just disappeared for some time. But he has called and said he's going to refund and everything. But it has been a really trying time for me because I had to go to state side. I had to get lawyers involved because the, I am the only person that you know. And with the current level of poverty and hardship in Nigeria, everybody feels like, oh, what if this guy is trying to actually swindle our money and then he's saying that ah, this guy did this, that, and all that. So I had to go through that process. Sometimes I wake up, I just put my phone on flight mode. I don't want to talk to anybody. And basically what I do is digital marketing and then blockchain on its own is based on um, still about computers and devices. So imagine staying offline for days, just trying to get yourself back because your phone rings and you get scared like, ah, who is calling me again? One issue or the other. Before that time, we had a business transaction where we lost 800 me and my partner, we lost 800 and something thousand. That's like, the uh, the experiences uh, have been really, really, it's been tough. And I think for me, one of the lessons I've learned is focus on what you can control and then try to make sure you keep your peace of mind. I worry a lot. I'm this kind of person. I like things to go my way. So I, I, worrying, worrying has not changed it. And we're still expecting the guy to refund the money. I think that's it. Wow, that's a lot. 
That was therapeutic. Alexandra K is not the end, man. My name is Obakam Tom George. On a nine-to-five basis, I work um, as a talent manager in art and media, basically. On a personal level, um, I have a startup called Shukran that some of us know about already, um, where we're trying to get people to feed off their content, basically. Um, I run a podcast, like you all know, um, and just some things here and there, some gigs here and there, from social media management to a bit of consulting for people in the media space and all of that. Um, am I a, a rose star or a bot? Let's just say I'm a rose. I'll say I'm a rose because I got into this business school accelerator program, which is the UK Nigerian tech for females. This year has been, it's been a roller coaster. It's been like a Jumanji game. I don't know. I don't know how many of us here has, has watched Escape Room where people are locked in a room and they're trying to get out. And it's like at, at, at the point where they get to the next step, someone dies. So what 2020 has been, yeah, we're, we're where we are and the year is almost over. To you guys, I don't know how 2020 has been, but I would just love us to share. How has it been for you amidst all of this, um, all these happenings? How has it been for you? How have you been able to unpack? How have you been able to your mental health? Well, I mean, first of all, we had Kobe Bryant die and then we had Chadwick Boseman. Um, they just recently had like Maradona on a personal level level some of our some people we lost some people in you know our friends families and stuff so how's it been for you really and how have you been able to unpack yeah let's hear you i could go i feel like i don't know i honestly don't know but i just know that sometimes i'm floating or more than half mm. of the time i'm there but i'm not really there you know and i feel so tired so tired like so tired um and some of the ways i've been able to kind of pull through is having some of my friends around like some form of community and also taking time for myself a lot of the time I disconnect because I don't have energy to even have conversations you know and got to a time where I went off whatsapp I went off most places it's only if I'm seeing you in real life that I'm seeing you Mm -hmm. you know because I was just too tired to do that um and then I've been going to therapy so therapy is also another thing mm-hmm. that's kind of holding me together. Well, more than half of the time, it's just me trying to be there and to just accept that's fine. This is a very fucked up time. Shitty things are happening and it's okay to feel how I'm feeling, you know, and not feel bad for feeling this way because I'm a human being and I cannot totally detach mm-hmm myself from vulnerability or from feeling tired from feeling angry about certain things that's going on you know from just wanting to detach because it's exhausting but yeah that's that's my yeah thank you who else wants to share on a serious note i've always had this mentality of we move and i always pick myself Mm. up i always use jokes to like push things aside and just I don't address things head on. I just crack jokes about them and move on. When the year started, started off with what you said, like the bombing in Iran. And I'm like, okay, third world. In my head, I'm like, okay, they're going to fight. They're not going to reach Africa now. Like, they're not going to fight for Africa. So my people back home will be safe. But we will be Europe. If you actually touch us, I'll not be there in another country. But that one went and it moved on. And Black Lives Matter came. And I had to delete my instagram because it was like something new every day every time you opened it was something new seeing someone your skin color and yeah you might say it's not you're not in the u.s so you're not feeling it i had a roommate that was coming back from his job he's a nigerian and as he was walking someone just shouted you fucking nigga at him 
he was shocked. That was the first time he felt it. What what do I have to do? Like back home isn't safe. Here is also not like perfect. And you're worried about how people look at you here. You're worried. And with all those things you're thinking, my thought pattern, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to like find a job. And people hear people say, you know, you like your on the priority list of finding things right, you're like black, so like you get the tough end of the stick. You're just wondering, like, I mean, I didn't choose my skin color. Like, I mean, there's a pandemic going on, but I'm also feeling my own brunt of it. Everyone is dealing with this, but like ours is like worse at this moment. I didn't choose my skin color. I was born like that. Maybe because back at home, insults and all these things are normal. Like, I mean, I, I remember I was coming back from class one day and one guy shouted, I mean, you want a banana, you monkey. And I'm like, I looked up at him and I didn't say anything. I was listening to music and I just continued working. And I was confused at the certain point. I I was down. I was down this year. Things were not looking like it was working and I was dealing with stuff. You don't even have friends here. There's not a lot of black population in Dublin. So it's difficult to meet up and you're trying to call your friends back in nine and keep up with them. And they're also busy. And you're like lonely and sad. I mean, my family, my mom tried to reach out to me regularly. My dad tried to reach out to me, my friends. I found out this year that I don't think you can laugh through everything because it got to a point I had to see it and face it. At the point I was doing my tests, I was trying to round up my tests and I couldn't understand what I was doing anymore. I was lost. I had to put my book aside. I had an issue with my mom where she was like, you have to finish. You don't need to spin I'm like, mom, man, my brain is not finishing this book. I won't lie to you. Like, I'm too sad. I'm, I can't pick up my book and understand what I'm doing. I just want to watch Netflix and chill. And they were not getting it. And I get them not getting it. But it was difficult. But all in all, man, the end of the year looked better. 2020 is a year that actually humbled a lot of persons. You know, there's this concept of you have to pick yourself up all of the time and then you have to keep standing and keep fighting. This year was so difficult to the point you're just like, guy, I'm not fighting again. When um, Damala was talking and he was like, he was trying to tell his mom that I, I, I can't read anymore and uh, I just want to watch movies and like chill. That was what the kind of experience I had because at one point, it was as if nobody around me was understanding me. So I tried to talk to somebody about what you're going through and the person like, you can do it. I, I'm that guy. I know I can do it. But right now, I don't feel like I can do it. As I know. I know I will get out. It's not the end of life. I know. But chill. Don't tell me. I know these things. So for me, it was humbling. It, it got to the point where you just have to like know that, okay, there are certain things you just can't control. There are certain things you just can't control. There are too many factors, too many possibilities. There are too many things that can happen that is beyond your control. One of the ways I think uh, I was able to deal with issues that actually came up this year was going back to my spiritual roots. Uh, I'm a spiritual person. It got to the point where I was so pained. I was angry with God. I was like, God is somehow, somehow, let me not say anything. God was somehow like, guy, you are almighty. Why are you not doing stuff and everything? And then I went off, I read off my spiritual path. I was just feeling like, ah, let me just live life. And then at the peak of the issue, I have to just go back. And there's this certain feeling like knowing that there's somebody that knows all of this will happen and is more intelligent than you die. That's my belief that has all power and still actually let it happen. So guy, just chill. That was, that was the period where I just started getting calm. I refused to over worry. And then I discovered that things started changing and everything. But I had some major wins this year. So I can't say 2020 was a bad year. It would be unfair to say so. But eh, 
It was a good rough year. So for me, that's it. It was a good rough year. I'm inspired, you know. So I actually feel like a lot of people, I've heard people say that this is the year they made the most money in their lives. For some reason, <laughs> this is the year they found love. This is the year they had more time with their families, you know. Um, we can be grateful that thorns have roses or we can complain that the roses have thorns, right? So um, that's the way I choose to look at 2020. Um, it's been a rough year, but... Yeah, I just want to segue into the gratitude journal thingy. I don't know how many of us here have a gratitude jar or a gratitude journal. So yeah, I was reading, going through my gratitude journal for 2019 this morning. I don't do the resolution thing. I could just have a theme for the year. Oh, this year, my theme is, um, say, pivot or something, right? And whatever it is, whatever it looks like, that's going to happen in my life. Not necessarily because I have New Year resolutions, right? So um, at every point, something happens. I used to have a jar, but now it's just a journal where I write all the good things that happen. So if I almost had a bad fall, I'm going to write it on my gratitude, in my gratitude journal that, oh, God saved me from a bad fall. And I was reading my gratitude journal 2019 this morning and I was just amazed at um, how far God took, brought me there. And, and this year, I have a burner account on Twitter where I just go and nobody follows me. I don't follow anybody, but I just go there and write. Anytime I feel down, anytime I have a win, I go there and do like my little twerk on the... <laughs> on the page on the twitter page right um so yeah let's open our gratitude journal i don't know whatever you're thankful for but i would i would just like us to just like um you know just search deep bit. what are you thankful for this year at least everything um like i said it's either you are thankful that the therns have roses or you are complaining that the roses have therns right so who's gonna start lydia please lydia yes after Lydia would have Franklin. So what I'm grateful for, Omo, let's start from there. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, first of all. And one lesson that 2020 has taught you. Okay, so yeah. there's something, yeah. there are a couple of things I'm, I'm grateful for. If you know me, I mean, like, overcomes like my accountability partner. I mean, that's how we, like, started our relationship. But mm-hmm. if you know me, you know, like, I'm very big on people, like, I feel like even if, if something happens, which can never happen, let's start from there. <laughs> if something happens and I lose money or anything, like let's say I wake up in the morning, I don't have any money. I'm still confident that I'm, I'm rich, right? Because I have people. I say like, that's something that I, w- I never take for granted. Like I, I love people so much. People mean everything to me. Like they're literally like my greatest ac- asset. One thing I'm grateful for is that people, I'm grateful people around me. Now, this is not to say that people have not done me shaggy. <laughs> oh my God. I swear, like, it's been, it's been so funny. This same year, a lot of opportunities have come and a lot of bad things as well have happened. But the way that I see people show up for me or there was even something that I just realized about myself that if I'm having a bad day, right? If I can figure out a way to make someone else feel better, I would automatically have a good day. Figuring out new things about myself and also appreciating people more, like it's something that I'm grateful for. Like it's just something I'm grateful for. Because if I look at everything that I've been able to do, it's basically someone who said, oh, I remember this person. And then you just chip in my name or they just say, oh, you can do this. And then it just wrote me in. And me i'm like someone who likes to celebrate other people i'm the hype queen i would say i would say that because i feel like i feel like your energy is my energy so i try to always like it's something that i'm grateful for because i see a lot of people 
I have conversations with people and I don't see that energy coming from them. I'm like, don't you see that if you're happy for this person, there will also be happiness in your life. Like, I don't understand. Don't you get it? That's how it works. Then um, one thing that 2020 has stopped me is that support mm. means everything. Absolutely. Support, support means everything. I found out that almost like 2020, if you support me, I will support you. If you don't support me, mm. please just go the other way. Don't do like you know me. I'm sorry, dear. <laughs> Let's all face our lives. Like literally, almost support people. They will support you too. That's the truth. Mm. Intentionally yeah. or unintentionally, just do the support thing. However you want to do it, however it's however it is that you feel that you can support. Sometimes it, it might not be money. When I realized that, Omo, it doesn't really have to be money. Sometimes it might just be randomly texting people. Oh, hey, what's up? What's what's going on? And actually listening to them, right? Whether or not you have the time, you don't really have to say anything. But support is literally everything. That, that's one thing that I have mm-hmm. learned. Yeah. Great. Okay, let's talk, let's go over to Franklin. Great. Just breathe. You don't need any advice. I've had calls with people that all we did was we did not say anything. We're just silent. But it was like because we couldn't be together physically. And that was just mm. a silent recognition that the other person is there with you in that moment, feeling what you're feeling. Yeah. At the end of the day, one of the things I'm most grateful for obviously is life. Then another lesson I've learned from twenty 20- 20 years if you worry you retire just be real with yourself and understand that you're you complaining about something is not going to change it. sometimes you doing stuff about it isn't going to change it either sometimes all you just have to just do just leave it some things are meant to be transient they'll pass in their own time but mm-hmm. you have to be willing to go through that fire sometimes mm-hmm. you know, i know lydia already spoke about support it's an amazing therapy. It's more than a love language. It, you mm. can't overemphasize it. And I feel like 2021, we should brace up. I don't know. Mm. I'm not the prophet of doom, but let's just have our minds and capacities. Just the way we were in 2019, thinking we're going to have a beautiful year in 2020, mm. even though some people still did. Don't think the problems of 2020 are going to go away from January the first, everything has washed away. You know, social media hype and you know, New Year, New Me. I'm gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You are still going to be the same person, still working towards perfection, and still making mistakes along the way. Yeah, just breathe and heal. Sometimes yeah. we need to heal from all the things that have weighed us down. Or breathe and heal. That's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Damola. Over to you. Thank you. Um thankful for my family this year made me realize how important life was thank god i didn't lose any friends thankful for the new job thankful for finishing school thank you for my relationship and how it's been progressing my major lesson for this year was patience if i think back a lot of the things that i worried about i couldn't control them everything will work out right in the end that's it okay um fury wanna go yeah, I think some of the things I'm grateful for is community, which is family and friends, but mostly like the my chosen family people here who we've become family. I'm glad that we've been able to hold space for each other. I'm also grateful for my family back home, um, for the ways that they've been able to support me. I think that's a major thing I'm grateful for. 
a lesson 2020 has taught me is rest mm. rest with capital letter and a lot of exclamation marks it's important to take time and rest it's good to hustle but it's too much you know i feel like we're constantly on the go we're always oh hustle 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 which is also because of the capitalist world that we live in that money is feeling everything unfortunately yeah. but it's very important mm-hmm. for us to take time and rest and that's why i also relate to say the person who said to breathe it's very important to rest whatever rest looks like it's important that we take our pleasures seriously that's a trend has helped me yeah awesome success i'm grateful for life almost everybody died this year what do you mean <laughs> oh my god like did you see the prediction that you <laughs> did why why <laughs> We're going to gather dead bodies on field uh, and drop them on the field. Like there won't be space to bury. Africa, yeah. And so, ah, I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for the troubles that came this year because I think it taught me. Mm. No matter how you plan, no matter how you try to, sometimes life will happen to you. It happens. If I'm grateful for my daughter, Essence. Now I have a new child. It has given me another reason to keep fighting and all of that. So that's it. Then my one lesson, I've said it over and over, focus on what you can control. Don't try to stop the war, the third world war. You can't stop it. Okay, great. So I think I'm the last person here. What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for a lot of things. To be alive, it's like, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for Shukran. All the troubles that has made me stronger, made me stronger. So one lesson that 2020 has taught me, it's taught me to breathe really, to breathe. And and then if it wouldn't matter in the next five years, then don't kill yourself about it. Like, if the shit won't matter in the next five years, fam don't don't kill yourself really it's not it's not worth it just leave a day at at, at a time and we're gonna be fine as the way of finishing to just mention one word that you hope will define your 2021 um so let's go fury live and enjoy leave great yeah yeah live and enjoy chop the life brah exactly <laughs> comfort comfort great success progress and balance progress and balance Lydia vibes <laughs> vibes babe like pure vibes well thank you guys so much for joining in can we get your social media handles how can our listeners find you how can they connect okay yeah. Fury go ahead and my personal social media is Fury Fumble that's F-I-R-I F-O-M-B-O um, I think when mm-hmm. you go there you find the links to my photography page and my podcast social media which i haven't posted so much but i'm recording new episodes so hopefully by next year we should listen to new episodes yeah yeah thank you double up please i only use instagram so like my handle is d-a-m-o double underscore twin all right success your social media handle so how we can find you i'm not serious on social media on twitter i think it's <laughs> at your success like s-u-c-z all right, Lydia. Lydia is so acting on social media, on her stories especially. So let's... Ha! But come, are you about to cast me? You guys don't seriously. No. It's a good thing, guys. Like, Lydia's going to hide the hell out of you. So you guys should be ready. Fury, when you start your podcast, just tell just tell <laughs> Lydia. Don't worry. Settled. Settled. <laughs> Madge. <laughs> Lydia, F young everywhere. Okay, great. I'm Franklin on... Facebook, Instagram, on Twitter, I am underscore Franklin. But the Franklin is double N. Yeah. Okay, great. So I'm going to, um, for as many of you that are listening in, I'm going to um, drop the handles in the show notes. So please check out the show notes if you want to connect with any of them. So my handle is overcome underscore on 
on Twitter and on Instagram, or by Tom Jordan on LinkedIn and on Clubhouse, because I have to just mention that, you know. <laughs> on Clubhouse, I'm at Omaka. <laughs> so, um, all right, thank you guys so much for joining in. Special shout out to Fury Fumble for, you know, going through all the struggle and just, you know, Holding, holding the fort. All right, guys. And that's it from the Blue Ribbon podcast for the year. We're going to see you in 2021. Please do also hit the subscribe button if you haven't. Um, drop us a review. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, wherever you're listening on, please drop us a review. Drop us a thumbs up. Um, support the podcast on Shukran. The Shukran link is in my show notes.